Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. We're in the middle of the podcast now. Hello and welcome, everyone. Um, Wine Wednesday. We have some beautiful, sparkling pink champagne today to kick off. Well, it's not kicking off. We've already been sipping it. but And we've got some chips and dip, and we've got some nuts and some sliced apple. There's never a shortage of food. Or drinks. <laughs> or drinks, right. We always make sure. You know, you have to be, um, what do you call it? Uh, Two sheets to the wind? No, no, when you're, well, not saturated, um, shit, what's the word, you know, when you're not famished, I am really, see, here goes the menopause brain, I am not pickled, oh, that's that dog toy that looks like a boner, I'm like, is it a pickle, what is it, but no, when you're, um, you know, satiate, what the hell's the word? You're satisfied or whatever. You need to be nourished. We need to have nourishment. And you know what? We got nourishment for the soul. And apparently I haven't had enough nourishment because I can't (laughs) fucking talk. Okay. Nourishment for the soul. Yes. You guys, before we started today, the three of us ladies had a very good, we almost always do this every time before we, (laughs) it's our own. Our meetings have to be like three or four hours in our calendar. Yes. It's basically a therapy session (laughs) for free, but it's very good. It's so, it is super therapeutic, you guys. Yeah. I know. And today we were um, helping Sophie a lot. And last time it was me. And next time, maybe it'll be Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Amy doesn't need as much help as Sophie. (laughs) She's the main therapist. It's true. She is the main. I know. Therapist. We we, d- we depend on her. We might be a little bit. We might she's be a little gonna, bit too much for her. She's gonna she's start like, charging us. <laughs> as long as you bring a bottle of wine. Okay. 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 We're gonna get some bills in the mail here pretty soon. Oh shit! You guys, we're gonna need some donations. <laughs> We do have a business Venmo account. I'm going to put that out there if anyone wants to make a donation for our therapy sessions. Oh, my God. A.K.A. Wine. And chocolate. Oh, boy. I've been talking to Ted about it. and He's my therapist, actually, right now. But I'm like, this is good. He's free. He's free. Exactly. Well, maybe not. I know. I know. You do find things that you choke on (laughs) randomly. (laughs) It could be wine cork or it could be a pube. (laughs) One will never know. Last night was Saturday night, but oh, I, we, we stayed up late, but don't worry. There was no hanky-panky, <laughs> too tired. <laughs> we had a great Friday night date night and a great Saturday night date night. Hilarious. You know that you're getting old when for your Friday night date night, you go to Costco and you have <laughs> you have a slice of pizza for dinner from the little cafe and then uh, and no cocktail and, and, then, and you and you try all the the, yeah, the samples the yeah now oh, they wow, I'm getting full now they didn't have any samples because it was Friday night but um, um and the one thing we bought was Kleenex <laughs> and then and then but the main reason we actually went to Costco was because we had bought some eyeglasses and then I. We both need to get our glasses adjusted, so we, we got that done. So we got glasses adjusted, had a piece of pizza, and bought Kleenex. Woo! Friday night. <laughs> and then Saturday night, we went to, um, we got our other glasses uh, at Warby Parker, and they're at the mall. So we went to Warby Parker Saturday night, and we were there for, like, ever getting our glasses adjusted, and then we went home and ate leftovers for dinner. <laughs> Super romantic. <laughs> I, on Friday night, I went, um, I ended up, instead of going to that event, I ended up meeting up 
with my neighbor, Sharon, and her friend. Her friend, so Sharon is yeah. 79, looks amazing. She does, you guys. And oh my God, turning, I want to, she's an inspiration. You should see her friend who's 90. So I'm, he, I, what? <laughs> You're out with a You're 79. Woo! No ladies. Oh my God. And then I try to tell the 90 year old woman, Joyce, that um, that I'm doing this podcast and oh my god she just she goes I'm sorry I just can't do this I I, I don't understand how you are putting your your life on the online and and she's like like the whole concept like Sharon is is a little is more progressive than right than yeah. I can see is. that by 10 yeah. years it was just 10 years but and then um we were talking about education and what happened with COVID and I had my own opinion about and Joyce, seriously, she was like flustered, and she thought that my political views were on the right, far right, right, and 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 it wasn't her deal, and I'm not. And she, but she was just thinking that the way I was talking about teachers, and she says like, well, what's going to help? You know, what's what what things are going to help um, these students or these kids? I said year-round school. Why do they have, you know, 10 weeks, 12 weeks off? Why don't we have two weeks off each it's semester? It's been discussed, I think, it in our It needs to area. happen. Yeah. It needs to happen because these kids lost a lot. And then when they go back to school in September, they're eight weeks of relearning what they, lo- what they learned the year before. Sure. And then these teachers have to get to know them again. Like, I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. Anyways. Wait a minute. I have to interject. Is that how they do it in Canada? No. Year-round school? No. Oh, okay. I just wondered if that's what you grew up with. No, oh, no. Okay. But I think after COVID, these kids oh, I need um, um, year-round now. They, yeah. And there's no reason to have the summer off. Like, seriously. Nobody is farming. These kids are not working. They're I'm playing gonna video I'm going to have to respectfully games. disagree. <laughs> She's getting, we got to change the subject. No, <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about politics, religion, no. or money. Come on now. You're going down the wrong path. Any, no, so what's but the wait, point? Wait, my yeah. point is, is that Joyce was really upset. So oh, I man. felt terrible. Give this 90 year old a heart attack. Jeez. <laughs> and so I went to the bathroom to kind of like, cause she was getting really really upset and I and I there was I said Joyce this is not I'm not doing I I really don't mean to get you upset about this I'm just telling you my opinion so I guess while I went to the bathroom Sharon had to talk to Joyce and talk Joyce her down. talk her down <laughs> the ledge All right. saying you know Sophie is actually really trying to say this and this and this and you know she doesn't mean any harm and it's just her opinion and sure. there's definitely yeah an age grad and I like this woman was about to cry I'm like what oh, the hell wow. did I just she do to was her really wow okay she's um that. even you know I think mind wise and what sure. she's aged quite a bit because I've met her this is probably the fifth or sixth time I've met her and had dinner drinks sure. with her um um she had COVID a couple of months ago I think uh, I think the COVID probably mm-hmm. changed her a little bit yeah. um it's really sad but she's holding up well. She lives on her own oh at my ninety. Lord. Wow, my Lanta, I love it. <laughs> now wait, isn't that a chalky substance you drink or no? Is that what <laughs> to keep you regular? To keep you regular? <laughs> oh my Lord! So, oh, anyways, I was well educated on yeah. Friday night. That's my okay. Friday night. Woo! <laughs> and she I just went to, went to bed. Oh my God! You guys. I do have to say though, I did not want to leave the house. It, it's just it's getting bad. Like, but what? But once I got out the front door, I was like, oh, the fresh air feels good. And then it, yeah. you know, it kind of feels good to get out and that kind of thing. But I do feel like in the last couple of years, it's harder and harder for me to want to want to leave the house. I just want to stay in my cozy little nest. Yeah. 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 I, I have. I I file on that border as well. I mean, the only difference is is that. I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Because, you know, even though I'm my son lives here, he's in his room playing video games. I'm right. not getting much interaction with him. You need that social interaction. You I definitely. I need a boyfriend. I need a playmate. Oh, I like that. A playmate. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> I was going to talk about Mr. Red. I had mentioned him earlier in some podcasts about <clears throat> how 
um, I was, I'm friends with his family and I became very close with them. And so I was going to talk about that story because he was a, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, is it big, you call him Mr. Red because he's red with anger? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he looked good in red. I remember him wearing a red, like red polo shirts or something like that. And he was very handsome, like oh. probably very, very good looking guy. Mm, very put together. Mm-hmm. Very, very put well together. groomed. Yes. And he smell good. Blue eyes. Ooh. Oh, that was really stand. <laughs> those really dark hair. They pa- I love the dark with the, bl- the light eyes. And he's yes, it's beautiful. Beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. Tall. Beautiful lips. The typical oh. tall, dark and handsome. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, she's gonna. I when we met when we met, we, we, uh, I remember the first time we made out, and I like oh. looked at him with like one eye, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm making out with John Travolta right now. Oh, I always <laughs> loved. I always had a. I always had a crush on him. You know yeah. his. He's yeah. a. Oh, he was back in my teens. It started. That uh, might be kind of weird. I don't know how, yeah, how old. He, how old. much older is he than us? Maybe. Maybe ten or twelve years. I don't. Yeah, know, 10, not, 15 years. Not maybe a whole lot older. Okay, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that inappropriate then. Oh God, no! But he. Was <sighs> yes, okay. Mr. Red was really good looking, okay, and really nice. Like he was like a traditional guy. Yeah. Wait, can I ask? I'm sorry. Uh, it, can you tell us how did you guys meet? Like, oh yeah, was it that's, out, oh I'm gonna, gonna get you. into that. Oh okay, yeah, sorry, I jumped the gun. <laughs> so I went to a. It was in Toronto, and I went to a New Year's party that a friend <clears throat> of mine was hosting, and it was at a bar. Um, I mean, I had a shit show of the day trying to get there. Like, I hit a car. Oh. <laughs> and I cried. Oh, of course. <laughs> and surprise. they're like, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, I'm just on my way. I d-. And they're like, we're just going to a party. You just dinged us. It's okay. Just oh. let's go. Like, just move on. I'm like, like that shit show. So I was just like, because I would, where I lived, I would drive to, to my girlfriend's house, um, who lived downtown Toronto. And leave my car there and then from there we would go we would take the taxi because there was no uber back then right <laughs> this was um, yeah this is uh uh going into the new year so 2001 okay so it was a long time ago oh my yeah. god Whoa. no it it, it really is feel <gasps> that long ago no yeah. oh my god so um and there's this man, and he was wearing a, like a suit, like a nice. He was just nicely dressed, and and it ended up being my friend's cousin. Oh. And he goes, "Hey, you know," and I'm like, started talking to him, and oh, I just like couldn't stop looking at him. And he's like, "I'm visiting from Florida. I'm here because um, my cousin invited me, and da 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 da. And our family just spent Christmas together." And I was like. Wow. Okay. And then New Year's came and I'm like, oh, you're going to kiss me. And he ah! did. And all my friends were like, they took a picture of me kissing him because we were sitting in the corner like, there's Sophie going again. Oh my God. I just, he was just adorable. And, and he's tall. I, he was just really probably the best looking person I've ever, and he was so nice. Oh my God. He was such a good the man. total package. He was. So find out he lived in Orlando and I lived in Toronto so same time zone about a three and a half four hour flight okay not too bad and anyway so the on New Year's so New Year's Day we decided to go out because I think he was flying out the very next day so we said okay we're gonna go to a movie on New Year's Day and um so we went to go see a movie don't remember what and but I did go to his his aunt's house which was his cousin's house or his cousin didn't live there anymore, but um, but anyways, I went to that house and met the family, like the whole entire family. Oh, wow. And wow, right away. Right away. Oh, my goodness. And super nice people. Oh, my God. They were so welcoming. Um, they're Jamaican, and they oh. uh, they were just like just such warm, funny, loving people. And um, – and, so we went out, and then we came, went back to my house, and then we made out. And then I thought I was making out with John Travolta. <laughs> He's like, well, I get this. People tell me I look something between John Travolta and Pete Sampras. See, Pete oh. Sampras or oh. Sampras, the tennis yeah. player. Yeah. He looks between, like, those two. I can't picture what Pete looks like, but 
I do know the name. Sorry, he's Pete, if you're listening. No. Is yeah. He still yeah. Yeah. He is. I need to just shut up. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh I'm not a big tennis fan, so I no, okay, really. No, so that's the problem. I, I don't knew, know anything I kinda, about yeah, tennis. Okay, yeah, yeah, I wasn't a big tennis okay. fan. Sorry. That's okay. Can I have some of those red, speaking of Mr. Red, can I have some of those red gummy bears? Thanks. So we um, decided to see each other. So about three weeks later, I went to Florida, and he picked me up. I went right away. I went right to Florida. Straight away. Straight away. (laughs) And we went to Disneyland or Disney World, whatever is in Florida. Um, Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. And he was super, super sweet. Um, You know, and we were, like, different things. Like, it's funny when you meet somebody and you go to their house, you hadn't spent much time, don't much know much about their lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had roommates in Orlando. and But he kept his room at, like, 64 degrees. Like his own little – he had air conditioning out and running. I was like – oh And I, I run hot, and I was oh, cold. Wow. But anyways, it was just, like, these little things. And he speaks Spanish because he grew up in the Dominican Republic. And – and um just really nice so we did this so we were doing this travel and meeting each other back and forth back and forth and I just I just fell for him completely um <clears throat> and then every time he came to visit we would spend time with his family like because it's aunt and uncle lived there and um lived in Toronto and we would spend a lot of time together so after about a year of doing this wow um we decided that he was going to move to Canada. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> so um, his family tends to have, like, these annual family vacations. And I, when I say family, I mean the whole entire family. Extended. Extended. And, like, yeah. So oh, I yeah. drove down. We were going to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And oh, I drove I with his Tennessee. aunt and uncle. So here's me, his oh, aunt and uncle, drive from no Toronto way. all the way down to the Smoky Mountains. And um, basically, the, the, the idea was that he was going to come in the car with us, and he was driving back with us and living with me. Whoa, this is huge. I After know. about a year. After a year. Now, wait, was he the same age as you? Do you uh, know? Yeah, Do you he's, remember? Uh, he's, I think, one or two years younger than me. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. you cougar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, so he moved back with me, but he didn't have a job. Um, oh. Yeah. But... Um, he we were deci- he was deciding if he was going to go back to school or not, and his mm. parents were helping him and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it wasn't like he was taking everything from me, or yeah. you know, it wasn't anything like that at all. It was he was very um, he was very good about you know paying, really yeah, right. Like, well, his and his parents were helping a lot, mm-hmm. and so he went back to school. Um, he was already like an aerospace engineer. Um, and went wow, to Texas A and M. And then um, he went back to get because he was doing computer engineering. He wanted to do electrical or what was it? I don't know. He wanted to do another type of engineering. So he went back for like a, a seven eight month course, like at Phoenix or something. Mm-hmm. And he did that, and he got a job um, working between like with his aerospace engineering plus his new electrical engineering career <laughs> very smart oh my god he is well a and genius. that's attractive as well too yeah i yeah. mean he, he could have worked for nasa um <laughs> but he yeah. wasn't he's wasn't an american citizen because he's from the dominican republic oh right um but <clears throat> super smart and he just had and then i started learning more about you know his his depression he didn't really know how to talk about it he said he's um he was having problems with depression. He had problems with restless leg. He had <clears throat> problems with mental health. But you weren't, you didn't really know it until he started talking about it. Like you couldn't detect or tell, right? No. Yeah. No. So. So that came as a little bit of a surprise. It came as a little yeah. bit of a surprise, but I didn't really know too much about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the other thing he described to me is that he, um, it's one of these things of being a, like a genius or what have you is that when he sleeps, he dreams about numbers, equations, mathematical, oh. like really, and he said it keeps him up at night. Like his brain does not stop working during sleep. Yeah. And, and 
it was hard for him to um, to deal with and all that sort of stuff. So it was always a little bit of a struggle. Um, I felt that <clears throat> I was trying to make friends for him, and I think I had mentioned that before, where I was oh, trying yeah, to find people <laughs> to be friends with him. <laughs> so he would have... Do you want to be friends <laughs> with my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Oh. Like, do you speak Spanish? Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Then, um, question B, will you be Can you friend? fill out this questionnaire <laughs> real quick? Uh, yeah. So, but he was just, you know, I was feeling very, very constrained. And, and he just wasn't happy. And I was trying so hard to make him happy. Mm-hmm. You know, anything I could do. But I just, it just felt, felt like we were not going anywhere. And I remember my 35th birthday and I thought for some reason he was going to propose to me. I just Aww. thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe this is the year right? because he had a job and everything was going well, you know, for the most part, he didn't propose to me, he bought me a camera. <laughs> Wait, he bought what? <laughs> he bought me like a Kodak camera. Like a, a camera. A little oh, camera, little pocket camera. school kind. Right. Yeah. Right. Little pocket camera. takes actual and film. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Because he was making a big deal, I got to get this from so and so's car, and he's got it, and blah 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 blah, like his cousin's car, and he gets it out of the trunk and goes happy birthday, and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then I cried. Oh no, <laughs> big surprise. <Again. laughs> I just like thought we were moving on too, so it was. I mean, obviously things happen for a reason. Yeah. So um, we probably lived together for two or three years. Wow. Yeah, until 2000. So we met in 2001, January of 2001, and we broke up in two, September of 2006. Okay, so that was a long time. So you dated for one year, and then after the one – so you lived together for well, almost four. four. Almost four. Okay. And and um, I just decided – I, and I know this feeling I get is that I can't do this anymore. I – it's this codependency thing. We did go see a counselor and I was learning a lot about my codependency. So I felt like I had to take care of him. He doesn't, he is not a, he's not a partner. He becomes a child to me. Oh boy. We've all been through this. And it's sounding familiar. And it has no, it's not him. It it was the most wonderful person in the world. Most wonderful. And he would have been a loyal husband, a good father, Absolutely. I totally believe that. And so I ended it with him and we were living together and we literally just cried in each other's arms and we were kissing and hugging and bawling and it was the saddest day of my life. Sad. But you both knew. I said, you have to to find, I said, you just have to find happiness. You need to figure this out. I can't do this for you. That's true. That's very smart. Yeah. (laughs) You're lining up the bears. Okay. I don't know if anyone, oh, he's got a hurt back. (laughs) I'm lining up the cinnamon, I'm lining up the cinnamon bears, you guys. And I don't know what. Okay. We're going to take a picture. You're going to have to take a picture. It's red Rover, red Rover. (laughs) Send Buddy, right no, over. Then, then you I'm take not. one of these and you try to knock them out. <laughs> oh! Oh my lord! You take a picture. Of okay, this take a picture. Anyways, so we, um, and then I was going on a business trip, and he said he was going to move in with his aunt and uncle that lived in Toronto, and um, and we were just so sad. It was it was really heartbreaking. It was one of the saddest things I hardest things I had to do. But I knew I would never be happy trying to make somebody That's happy. That's actually very strong of you to have yeah. made that decision and do that, even well, as it hard was, as it was. Yeah. And, yeah. and when it happened, after it happened, we actually, I, that's when I decided, I went to Italy. I went to, mm. oh, this is interesting. So after we broke up, <clears throat> I was like, I need to go on a trip. I want to go back to Europe. I want to go to Italy. I had become friends with his other cousins that live in the U.K., um, they're my favorite, you know. If you're listening, cousins uh, it, in UK. Oh, I love them. Oh, I'm here once yeah. we, once we, yeah, we gotta oh, go. Oh, they're awesome. 
That'd be fun. I've always wanted to go to the UK. So I was going to, so I decided I was going to go and I wanted to tour some UK. I wanted to do the UK and I didn't know what to do. I was just going to go. I was just fed up. So this was after we broke up, him and I. So I went and my girlfriend from um, Toronto, she lives in California now, but my girlfriend and I, we worked together and we were just like work friends. We would have lunch together and she's like, I would go out with you. I would do this with you. And she literally came to my house. We booked the trip. We said, we're going to take the train. I said I was going to go visit and then I was going to move on. Or I was going to go visit his, the cousins in the UK, spend some time with them. Yeah. And then I was going to go um, meet my friend Lucia and we were going to go across, go across northern Italy, kind of made a decision what we were going to do. And so I did this, <clears throat> had a fabulous time. And what I realized, I had one of those aha moments. Yes. What I realized is that I was putting too much pressure on time, mm-hmm. and I, the the I spent three weeks. I did this trip less than twenty one days, twenty less than twenty days, and I realized that the time didn't go by fast. It went by because I wasn't living and saying, "Okay, so tomorrow we're going to go do this, and the next day we're going to do this, and then on Thursday I'm going to go do this, and then I'm flying out, and then I'm going to." I didn't have that time frame. I was living in the actual moment. Sophie, that's huge. This is something we need to talk about because I am very guilty of doing what you're just describing. uh, It was literally, and my friend Lucia, who I went, I traveled with, so we we met in London, and then we flew directly to Venice, and then um, went to go visit my family in northern Italy um, just for one night, and then we took a train and went to Cinque Terre, and went to Monaco, I mean, it was, and went to France. Amazing trip. Like, we literally didn't have, the only hotels we booked were Venice and in Paris, because we were flying out of Paris. So that's all we booked. And her and I traveled and had the best time of my life. And it wasn't because um, we were just like, do you, uh, uh, do you want dinner now? Yeah, I think I'm hungry now. Okay, we'll do that. Do you, and we sit on the beach, and we're like, oh, you, you know, should we do this? And we, we just walk up. Like, there everything was, no, was spontaneous. Everything was spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Everything. I was just living that exact moment, oh that God. exact time. And I didn't look at my watch. I didn't, you know, wasn't counting the, the time it took me to get. I used to, this was my thing at, uh, when I, before this happened. I would travel to work, and there's always traffic and so forth. So I'm always trying to beat my time. So I would always have my, like, clock on, and I would be like, okay, it takes me 21 minutes <sighs> to do here, and da-da-da-da-da. And I went, and this is in Canada, I'm like, I went 120 kilometers on the 407, and da 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 and I got to Markham in 22 minutes. Woo! That was a good day. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then some days you drive, I drive home, and then I don't even remember the drive home. Mm-hmm. Those, those were the days, right? Yeah. And I just had this, so um, Lucia left, um, went a day or two earlier before I did. I stayed in Paris, and my other girlfriend, Christine, was there. Um, she's from Montreal, and um, we, she was going to be there anyways. So I met up with her, and we spent a day in Paris, went shopping, and then we I went by. I could only imagine, oh, my friend in Paris, I mean, how lucky are you to have friends out of the country? I don't know anyone well, out and of they the actually, country. They actually were traveling the same time. Oh, that, what are the odds? It was, Man, it was awesome. that was perfect. Oh, so, my God. Um, I'm a little bit jealous right now, okay? Uh, so Christine and I met, and, um, and we had a great time. But what happened was we were sitting... And I can't remember the fountain in Paris, but it was this beautiful little fountain. And there's these big iron chairs. And everybody was dragging them. And people just dragged them all over the place and go around the fountain. And people either put their feet in the fountain oh. or they put their feet, you know, you know, and they just chat. People talk. Paris is so, oh, but it was just like slow but they say it's romantic a romantic city i don't know is that true but people don't people take the time to get to they talk connect connect Connect. yeah that's the word connect yes and i sat there with her and i'm like you know i i think i could live in europe i think i want to live in europe i i i and i was just like oh my god the time, uh, you know, my, my trip, even though it was a short trip, 
it didn't feel short. It, mm-hmm. I lived every day. I didn't look at my watch. I didn't count your minutes, seconds. And that's what I was doing all the time. I, I'm probably regressed back to that because of life and work and all that sort of stuff. Right. But at that moment, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. So I came home from that trip and decided I was going to go move to Italy. What? Did you? So. Oh. This is interesting. I'm, I'm so glad I'm telling this story. It actually, this so is, this is this after is, I broke up with yeah. Mr. Red. So okay. I was just in a mode of, uh, this is also, this is all about Sophie. And I had a great job um, in Toronto. And I got back from that trip and the, my company announced that they were being bought out by somebody else, an American company. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. If, you know, and then I'm thinking to myself, if, and I didn't say this out loud. This was in my head. Right. I said, if I was to move anywhere else in the world other than Italy right now, it would be California. Oh. Oh. Okay. So I returned back from that trip the end of June. Mm-hmm. Um, um, June 25th or something, I rem- or July 25th, I remember it was after my, the day after my sister's birthday. I don't I always remember this day. July 25th, my boss calls me. He lives in Boston. He calls me. He's like, did you hear the announcement? Yes. Um, I was just talking to our VP and stuff of sales. Um, and all our partners are freaking out. And um, we're wondering, are you interested in moving to the U.S.? And we're like, absolutely. This is my answer. Oh, like, wow. I remember this conversation <laughs> to the word. He said, Texas or California? What? And I, I California. <laughs> and wow. he goes, north or south? And I'm like, north? Like Northern California or Southern California, but oh. most of our partners were in Southern California, oh. but we did have some in Northern and like in the Silicon Valley area. Oh, sure, sure. And I said, Northern. He goes, okay. Um, okay, let me get back to you. I'm going to talk to Rick about this. Oh, my okay. gosh. And then, so I, so during this time, I ended up going back to Italian school. So the, the Cultural Society or Institute of culture for Italian or whatever Italy was um, they had lessons that you can take for very cheap so I went back to Italian school I was going to learn Italian I looked into actually um, 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 I was my plan in my head was I was going to move to Italy Um, I have cousins that live in Italy so I was going to take the time and you know just stay with them for a couple of months I found um, a a day school where you can go, like an international school where you can go to learn Italian from 9 a.m. to 1, and then the rest of your day is off. And I was thinking, well, my cousin has a pizzeria. I could live in the, I could work at the pizzeria. Even if I was washing dishes, I don't care. I just need to be around the language because I actually think I could pick it up quickly. That's, they say, the best way. Yep, yep. And so I, literally planning this, I, I already took one, like, quarter of Italian class, and I was taking another one. So I was going through the whole motion of taking Italian. And in September, my boss called me again, and I talked to him all the time, but he brought it up again. Are you still willing to move to the U.S.? I'm like, absolutely. He goes, well, I'm still working on it. I'm like, okay. I hurry up. (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. I was ready to quit this job and and move to Italy. So the other idea was, okay, I'll – live in Italy I was going to do photography I was thinking well maybe I can find out how I can um, sell some of my photography like like of in Venice like Venice is beautiful it's the pictures and uh, is breathtaking the culture everything is awesome I was like well I can try to sell see if I can find a vendor who would sell my photos and all this sort of stuff and then I was thinking well maybe and then um, the um, summer Olympics were going to happen in the UK I can probably work for the Canadian pavilion I was like okay you I, just had all these yeah. ideas and uh, yeah. avenues to explore. I was just going to move on. I wow. was literally just going to move on. This is how we always should be thinking. And well, I don't know about should be's, but I know, it I just know. seems like it would make life so much easier instead of like worrying and struggling and you know, should I? This do This happens should, to me. Yeah. This has happened to me before. This like I like just it flowed really easily for and, you. And then. So moving on in time, so September and then in late October, November, um, my manager said, we're ready to give you, there's going to be an offer coming to you. I got an offer by the end of November 
from the company. Wait, so this took originally started in July, maybe it started in July, took from July to November, to November kind of things to transpire, yeah. to transpire because we had to wait till o- the end of October for our company to be officially bought oh, and go through yeah. um, the whole legal process and um, approval. Like, what was it? Not the FDA. What is it called? The, not the FDA. The um, I have no the, idea. It, I can't remember what it's called. Whatever uh, the it competition is. law or whatever. Okay. Um, so I got a offer letter in December. I signed it, put up my house for sale before Christmas. I had a friend of mine, so and I sold my house uh, during Christmas, wow. like between Christmas and New Year's. It closed the end of January. I moved to California on February 1st, 2007. Holy One, one-way ticket. I did a not have any. A one-way ticket. I have goosebumps hearing you tell this story right now. My gosh, that's so brave of you too, really, you know. And it's one of my favorites. Like, <sighs> I, I hold on, and I have to remember because I've been going through so much shit over the last couple of years. I have to remember that I have that in me, that I can make things happen. Right. And is it manifestation? It could be. I, it, was, it was, I just let everything happen and that was something you know instead of trying to control everything yep yep trying to control time trying to control people trying to control situations that I have no control over it just happened yeah and it changed my freaking life I very much when I moved to when I moved to San Francisco I was like I when I started dating my ex-husband and he's like are you gonna move back to Canada is that what you're planning I go no actually I'm I have no plans because a lot of expats who actually make uh-huh. some of these moves and so forth, they're planned. They never feel completely settled. And this is a, a huge, a huge advice to anyone that is, you know, trying to live somewhere else and say, well, I'm probably not going to live there my whole life. I'm probably just going to make it, you know, it's a temporary thing. No, you commit to yourself and making a life there because when you have those um, limitations, you never make that life for yourself. Yeah. You're miserable because yeah. you kind of feel in between. Yep. And you just make that commitment. And if I was to move back, I move back. But I didn't have to. Yeah. Everything came for a reason. I got my green card. I got another job after I lost my job, uh, my first job, and got married. Um, had oh, a baby. So you met your ex-husband in San Francisco, San Francisco. within oh, the first I three I months. Didn't realize that. Oh, in the first three mm-hmm. months of moving there. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. That was almost a party foul. <laughs> I, a bumped my, foul. I bumped my champagne. <laughs> um, okay, so, wow, first three months. Mm-hmm. And you got married. Wait, how long did you date before you got married? A year. Okay. About yeah. a year or so. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty but, typical, I think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's no, there's no right or wrong. I just wondered. Yeah, and San Francisco was a great place. I mean, I love that city I really like San Francisco too oh, I've traveled is, there I remember, several times I remember driving and I would be up on my little Prius a Prius I, <laughs> those cars crack my ass up I'm sorry anyone out there that drives one but oh my god and I was up you know this uh Divisadero I can't remember I think it was I can't remember the street anyways up in the hill and then you see Alcatraz and you see you know, this, the bridge, you see the Golden Gate Bridge. I love the Golden Gate Bridge. I have yeah, hundreds of beautiful. pictures of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I was just, I would just, my, I remember I was actually, got, I got my hair done. I got, and I was, my brother was on the phone and I was on speaker with him. And then um, I get to the stop sign on the top of the hill and I can see everything. And I go, Michael, fucking shut up. <laughs> you have no fucking I take idea. In this moment. You have no idea what I am looking at right now. I am looking at Alcatraz. I can see the Golden Gate Bridge. I was like, wow, I still can't believe I live here. Yeah. I changed my life. Absolutely. You keep Completely. giving me goosebumps. Oh my gosh. I went I went to Alcatraz a few we should probably maybe put a little interjection in there yeah. of what Alcatraz is if you want oh, to, Sophie. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It is cool. It was a prison. It uh-huh. was a federal prison. Yeah. And it was an, it's an island in the middle of the um, 
of the San Francisco Bay. Yeah, you have to travel by boat. So it was great. So prisoners would have a hard time escaping if they well, tried to Well, they tried. And they there's did. sharks. Or they would drown or area. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But or it's now a tourist um, activity, actually. It and is. you can tour the prison. It's I, very cool. I love that city. Yeah. And my, yes. I left my heart there. I left my heart in San Francisco. Isn't that a song or something? And my son was born there. Aww. So special. Your baby boy. Baby boy. He's a he's a he's a surfer dude. Oh. <laughs> he's looking at me now. Bye. He was just passing through. Ironically, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> what timing? Anyways. So you know, so after all that, I mean, there's more to the story with with Mr. Red. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I did that original trip. I got back, um, and then um, him and I st- would still have lunch together. He was still trying to pursue me, and I said, "You know, you need to heal first. Well, in the yeah. meantime, he was dating somebody, and he and they got pregnant. Oh no! Yeah. So he ended up marrying her eventually, and had three kids. And wow. I think he's still married to her. Oh. Um, okay. I just hope that he found happiness. I. I don't know if he could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would happen for him just because, and I feel bad for that. I, I really, um, I truly care about him and I will always care about him. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever stopped really loving him because he's oh, yeah. a wonderful human being. Yeah. Um, I just don't think we would have ever been happy together unless he found his right. way to, yeah. it was the That's depression, fun. depression is hard. I mean, and many people live with it. And I think, Mm -hmm. I don't think he was, you know, I think he was trying to take medication for it. I don't think he really took, went to therapy or any of those things. Uh, And it was hard. It was, it was really hard. And I did not know how to deal with it. And I was trying to, I couldn't help myself, but tried to take care of him. Right. And it changed the dynamics of a relationship. Right. But the good thing is, is that, you know, I moved on with my life Mm -hmm. and I've had a great that great story of, you know, finding my way to California and meeting new people and having new friends. And I still have my old friends and I love my old friends too. And they're not old. They're beautiful. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to my BFFs. That are in San Francisco. No. Well, I do have friends in San Francisco, but no, my friends in Toronto. Oh, 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 right. Yeah. Like Molly, Susie, my friend Albina, um, and Roxanne. And Aaron, I have lots of friends back home, and I love them dearly. And and they, um, you know, they'll always hold a special place in my heart. But I've also expanded. You've grown. I've grown. Yeah. yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Kudos. I know. I mean, so that's huge. my story. Was I, 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 I was going to just talk about Mr. Mister Red. Right. And then I was like, it oh, yeah, there was, uh, there was this other thing that happened during that time that right after we it's broke huge. up. It's huge. I mean, this is that just. That was life-changing. Yes, very much so. And I, I need to remind myself that if I, if I leave, if I leave some of this struggle and some of this angst that I give myself every single day and let the universe take it over with all the good intentions, something will happen. Right. Good. And I, I need to. More than some, often. Like, I know some is better than nothing. But, like, if you live out just the things you have to, obviously you have a job, you have a child, like, there are particular things. But if you let so much go and live in the moment, especially since we're closer to the other side. <laughs> the second the, half, the, the second the half. half. <laughs> I really feel like that's a lot of times where life can begin again. Mm-hmm. Not, that it, not that they go to water, but. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's why I'm feeling pretty good about that because I haven't thought about that in a long time. Like I just passed. I usually try to remember the anniversary that I moved to California, moved to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and changed my life. And um, so this year was uh, 16 years that I've lived in the U.S. Wow. Deep breath. Wow. I moved. And you've never I've, looked back. I mean, you haven't no, really I, had my a desire. Family, my family and friends are like, are you going to move back here? And I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, I made my home here, uh-huh. and I, I, I like the life I have here, and um, and it's one eleven right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. I've goosebumps. I just looked at the. I just looked at my uh, my uh, um, clock. clock, and it, yeah. yeah, and um, 
yeah, my angels were there, and I let the universe take over, and um, things happened. And so there you have it. Thank wow, you for letting me tell that story. I love it. Yes, it's very, it's inspiring. We haven't heard, we haven't heard how you got to, yeah. I mean, we've heard of California, but we didn't yeah. hear about where you went from Toronto to then California to then he- here. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I know. It's, now wait a minute. We do, so from California to Oregon, was it a job transfer that brought you to Oregon? Yeah, it was in the, I was, um, husband and I were getting a divorce and I he we actually during the first year of our separation we were living together still uh-huh and um he wasn't gonna move and we had no place to go like we were stuck because it was so expensive and he couldn't afford it I right couldn't afford well I San Francisco afford- I might add is very oh, expensive yeah. place to live yeah, yeah. it was so, um, yeah, I got a, and again, all I did was I went, I went on the, our internal website, looked for jobs and I'm like, oh my God, that, this particular role that I used to, I had the North American version of it. And then the global version of this role was available. I had no idea it was still available because I had changed roles a little bit. And so I wasn't in tuned in what was going on, but I realized that that position was open and I was like. Oh my I'm God, gonna apply. I'm going to apply. So I called the manager that was hiring, talked to my manager and lo and behold, I got the job and it required me to live here in Portland. In Oregon. Oh, okay. And it was okay. exactly what I wanted to do because I wanted Kyle to live in a better place. Like not that San Francisco, but yeah. city life yeah. in San Francisco, it was way more expensive. Yeah. And, um, I loved living there. It's like living in Europe and that's why I wanted oh, to live okay. in San Francisco. It's, it's a little European like. Uh, people don't live inside their house. People live uh, socially. They do things. People are walking. People are in the restaurants. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It doesn't matter what day of the week. You look inside a restaurant. and It's busy. It's busy. Yeah. Back in the day, like right. 2007. Yeah. But, um, and I just loved it. And I just loved everything. The history of, of San Francisco. Um so when I moved to Portland, I always liked Portland. Every time I came here for work, always loved it. Always thought it was really green. Mm-hmm. And every time I came here, it really didn't rain. <laughs> uh, oh, for man. whatever you reason. You were misled. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, it's raining today, I might add. <laughs> actually, this winter is going long, but I think oh, it's going long for everyone in this country, yeah. in this country or yeah. continent. It's like been a really weird um, oh, season. But I loved coming here and I was like and I I remember when I was married mm-hmm. I said we should think about consider mm. moving to Portland and he was like no I live in the Bay Area this is where my home is I'm gonna just stay here I'm just you know we're not moving so yeah. we didn't move Put his foot down, but, but then yep. when we were separate I'm like I'm gonna have to take care yeah. of our son and I can't take care of our son and yeah so that's how that that's so how that's I got how here you got here and it was literally happened I just it was another one of those things. It was it, another it just one happened. of those things. It just basically, it's almost like you had no control. There no. you go. You just let it happen. Yeah. I just let it happen. Wow. So I got a, I got a, that makes me think a little bit more about my yes. Yes. next. We all need to lose, con- is it lose control? No. You just leave, let the control, yeah. like, leave it, like let Give the up. universe take control. Yeah. Like just, yeah. And and then I am um, pay I attention to, to your intuition, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I I was listening. I I did the uh, challenge uh, manifestation challenge with Gabby Bernstein, and she's pretty. Oh, I think I've yeah, heard that name. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And she talks about manifestations and all that sort of stuff, and letting the universe take over for the highest good, for your highest good. So, you know, the universe is not going to like take you down if you right. can give up that control and let it manifest and come true for you. And it has for me, I am living proof that it has. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the situation over the last couple of years has kind of taken that, that part of me out. Like it's, I don't trust the, the world anymore. I don't trust the universe is doing me any mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I need to believe. It makes me feel like I need to believe again. Right. Believe in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. But yeah. 
you know, works for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel like whether it's the universe, like me, I'm a huge believer in God, so for me that's big, really important, but it's important to believe in something. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't believe in something, you can really spin out of control and, yeah. really, and have a very difficult time having the ability to have that kind of control or that kind of hope. Mm-hmm. I, and I think what the difference is over the last couple is COVID yeah. um, for me. And it affected my life in many ways. Um, but I think, you know, I think there's But we have to see why it did for the good. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There's got to be. I sometimes listen to the, yeah. like, the hard stuff, you know, the bad stuff. I don't think the bad stuff is always bad. Like, you no. can learn, I mean. You can learn, and yeah. it might take you on a different path, and you'll be like, I would never be in this situation or be in this job or meet these people yeah. if that didn't happen. I may have, if COVID never happened, I may not have ever met Mr. X, yeah. right. considering. Yeah. That's true. Right? Oh, and totally. And then you wouldn't know us. Yeah. <laughs> and that would just yeah. be a shame. That would just be a travesty. That'd be a crying shame. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such, you're such a good storyteller, Sophie. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you you so much for telling us. And it was really inspiring and fun to hear. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Little piece of your story. I think we hear clips, you know, little blurbs. We all do that. You know, we get to talking and we hear little blurbs, but we don't actually hear the whole story. So I think most of these stories, as we each tell all the listeners on the other side we're grasping the actual stories as you you tell them yeah because I mean as much as we've known each other for over two years um I haven't you know two years and being in a group of people you you tell you tell your story but it's you don't get into much detail and then you know other conversations happen and you know limited time um yeah so it's interesting I'm I'm happy to tell it and I'm really happy I told it today so thank you Yay! Well, thanks everybody once again for tuning in. We love you guys and we appreciate your support and your listenership. And so we will be recording again in another week. And so until then, cheers. Cheers. And I wish everybody a fantastic week and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory at gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.